Hi, girlies. Welcome back to another episode of the Glow Up Secrets podcast. My name is Alicia Gogan. I was going to say Alicia. I'm like, no, let me throw my last name in there. Alicia Gogan. Okay, and I am the host of the Glow Up Secrets podcast where I help you expand your mind and become more self-aware so that you can glow up into the best version of yourself. And today, girlies, this episode is being dropped on a Thursday. Like I had mentioned in a few episodes previous, I wanted to start dropping my podcast episodes on Thursday. And I took a week off because I was moving, which is what we're going to be talking about in today's episode. So I am back on a Thursday, so excited to be here and talking to you guys. I am sitting in my new condo and I am looking out to the skyline or the view. Nonetheless, I am looking out of my new condo. The view is beautiful. If you guys want to see the view and see little clips of my new place, you got to follow me on Instagram, girly. And I think what I'm going to do, because I did tell you guys on my Instagram stories that I was going to do a tour and I think I'm going to wait until I get a few pieces of furniture which shouldn't be that long um, before I do a tour and then I think I'm going to do it on my YouTube channel just show you guys there so yeah and if you can hear any background noise then I am sorry I don't think you can but now that I'm like living in the city Um, there's a lot more noise outside, but nonetheless, and by the way, anyone who does not know, I live in Toronto. So today's episode is going to be a story time about how trusting the universe and adopting the abundance mindset led me to my dream condo. I want to tell you guys the decision that I had made in January for deciding to move and all of the events that happened that got me into this place and just the mindset shifts and the work that I did to bring myself into this position. I think I'm just stunned, I guess, at some of the things that I did in order to get to this place. And I want to talk to you guys about it and give you some tips. And again, it's going to be more of a story, but I do think that you probably can learn a little bit about some of the things that I had to work through in order to get in more alignment of where I am clearly needed to be living and just pursuing dreams and things like that in my life. And I wasn't able to get to this position slash get more into alignment until I really worked through some fears and different mindset shifts. So I want to talk about that and I'm going to tell you through the story of how I got to where I am right now. Okay, so let's take it back to January of this year. I was living in an area where it was very like low-key, kind of suburban, outside of Toronto, and not very close to much. Now, I wasn't like living in the country, which I've lived in the country before, but it was very much so like a lot of different homes, family, town, really nothing going on for somebody who is 26 years old. I am 26. So, you know, when you're 26, you want to like live your life and things like that. And this was a big realization that I came to in January after going through almost two years of hand pain. If you guys don't know, I had nerve um, pain in my hands, which really changed a lot in my life. And Once I got out of that pain and I got back on TikTok and I started getting back to the things that I really loved doing, I kind of came to this realization in January that I needed, not only did I need to go out and live my life a little bit more than I was, but I needed a change. I needed to leave my apartment for one, because there's people upstairs who are really, really loud all of the time to the point where it messed up my sleep. I was irritated all the time. It wasn't like the nicest place. And I honestly, I sent, I sent a lot of love to that place, but it just, you know, you kind of outgrow certain places. But then also I was realizing like, what am I doing with my life? I worked part-time at a restaurant that was really, really close by. And I also had a corporate health and wellness job that was also in that area as well. So I was basically only there for my job at that point. And 
outside of work, I didn't really have many friends and I wasn't from this area of town. I'm originally from like an hour away. That's where my hometown is. And so I came to a realization like, what am I doing here? Like I, I, I need connection. I need people after two years of the pandemic and my hands being bad. Like I realized that I don't want to be this independent woman who is doing everything by herself and who is introverted and who is really comfortable with her current state of living. And I'm always going to be like forever. I'm sure a part of me is going to be like an introvert and a part of me is going to want to identify as an independent woman and stuff. But on the flip side, I was like, okay, I need change, you know, like I need to go live my life. So I realized in January, like I need to potentially start thinking about moving closer to the city or doing something. Now I'm not necessarily like a city girl living downtown. Toronto was never really my dream. Like a lot of my other friends who live down there. Um, I'm kind of more of that suburban lifestyle, a little bit slower and, not so much in the mix and I also have a car as well so it's like I don't really need to be in the downtown core so I was just thinking like I want to live kind of like maybe midtown anywhere like 20-ish minutes away from downtown core but I knew I wanted to live kind of close to there because that's kind of where everything is going on I'm 26 years old and I anytime I go out I'm going out in Toronto and not to say that that's the only thing that I want to do in my life but on the days that I'm not working on my podcast and I'm not working at my jobs or working on myself like I want to be able to go out without taking a $90 Uber or having to drive all the way into the city and then try and find a place to stay and you know all of that I'm sure any of you girlies know who don't live in the city it's it's a trek to get to the city and go live your life so I just realized like I kind of want that and it was sitting with me for a while I just realized that I want something different which is crazy because if I'm comfortable, my old self, if I was comfortable in a specific place and I had enough money to pay for my rent and I had two jobs and like all of these things the way that I had, there was no way that you're going to convince me that I should leave or move anything and get out of my comfort zone. Like old me would never. But after the past two years and just realizing that there's so much more potential for me as a creator, as just a human being and just life in general. I just, I kind of realized like there was something deep within me that realized that I need to change and, and to do more in my life. But the thing was, was like on one hand I was thinking, okay, great. Like yes, I need to probably move and how great would it be to get a a condo in the city and, you know, go live my city life and just do all the things that I see other people doing on social media, which by the way, a side note, don't follow what other people are doing on social media just because they're doing it. It's just kind of like, I see my friends and like they're living their lives and I would like to live mine as well. But also on the flip side, there was a part of me that was like, uh, well, how am I going to afford this? Because the rent that I was paying was, let's say it was about $700 cheaper than I'm paying now. I think anyone who knows living in the city is can be expensive, especially if you're living on your own in a condo, depending on where you're living, like it's expensive. And so that was also on my mind too. I was like, okay, well, the two jobs that I have, the reason why I have two jobs is because my corporate job was not paying me enough. So I had to work part-time at a restaurant which I made way more money an hour there. And so I had to do both. And with realizing that I would have to make more money or pay more rent, if I was going to decide to move, I was kind of like all of these fears came up. I came from a background of not having a lot of money and I just did not come from money at all. And I don't have help from family. Like if I were in a crisis there's nobody to call for me like seriously. And it's, I'm sure some of you guys know who don't have parents or family that can support you like that. Like if I'm like 10 K I need 10 K for something really important in my life. Like there's nobody in my life. That's 
like going to come through or can come through for that type of thing. Now, I would like that to be a different story that I tell myself in the future, which I'll definitely work on in creating a network of people who can support me if that were to be a thing. But really and truly, like, I I just don't really have that. And so it's all on me. You know, I, I don't have a boyfriend or a husband or anything like that. So a lot of fears came up about how on earth am I going to pay this? And also like I have bills to pay already and I don't want to be in debt and I've been in debt before and I still technically am in debt because I have school loans, but I'm way better with my money now, but still. So all of these fears came up and I was like, how am I going to do this? But there was a part within me that was like, I want, I want this new life more than I care about being afraid of how I'm going to pay for things. And Again, a fear within me, my inner child was kind of like, I don't trust you. I don't trust that you can do this and not get into debt or make a stupid decision for yourself. You know, I've definitely made not the most, the smartest decisions in my early 20s before. So I was very aware of that. And I was kind of, you know, like I'm 26, like I am smart and I'm being critical about the things that I'm trying to do in my life and making the right decisions. But on the other hand, it's like, well, at what cost? because I want to live life in alignment and I know that I need to move from this area that I'm at. So I had a lot of things that I needed to work through. So I realized that when I decided like, okay, I need to move. Like I realized that I'm not, I don't have friends in this area. I like, I'm not dating. There's nowhere to really go out. All of these things. I came to that decision of like, okay, I need to Um, move but then obviously the fears came in and so I realized I need to work through these fears before I'm going to try and push myself to decide to move and before actually working through some of these fears that I'm going to talk about I kind of got confirmation that I needed to do this move when I booked a session with an astrologer. Now, I'm not super into astrology. I think that it's definitely a part of life that you can kind of pull from in terms of trying to figure out what it is that you're meant to do in this universe. So I, my cousin actually had gone to this astrologer during like around the Christ, uh, Christmas time. And she told me that when I saw her during Christmas. So I ended up booking this appointment with this astrologer basically around the time that I've decided like yeah I think I really need to move and she basically confirmed it for me like you need to make a decision and I didn't tell her that I wanted to move I was just like let me see what she says and whatever and she like read my chart and all this kind of stuff and I won't go too much into it but she was saying like around like March, April, like this is the time that you, you're going to need to either make a decision to do something big in your life, whether that's a trip, whether that's some type of move or something, or you are going to feel very stuck, like very, very stuck. And I, and I felt that like I knew in January when I was thinking about this, like I know if I don't make this decision and act on it soon, I'm going to live spring and summer in a place of just unhappiness and very like stuck I would feel very stuck and so when she when she told me that too I was like okay this is confirmation like I need to make a decision to move but uh, again like I said I had these fears so I needed to work through these uh, fears of money because this is really what the fears were was like how am I going to pay for this condo how am I going to pay for everything I'm making enough to support my lifestyle now but like how am I going to make more and talking about inner child healing the way that I do on TikTok and really getting to the root cause of why you're doing the things that you're doing. I think it was quite easy for me to realize that I needed to get in touch with the part of me that was so afraid of the unknown and afraid of not having money and what the consequences would be if I got myself in a situation where I couldn't afford things and just starting to understand the part of me and its beliefs around money. I knew I needed to do that. I think I'm sure a lot of people, a lot of us really, if we're trying to manifest or create abundance in our lives, we get told all the time, like, well, you need to address these limiting beliefs that you have within yourself. And so I think the best way to do that is to get in part in touch with the part of you, your inner child that is fearful And that's what I did. I did a lot of parts work with the part of me that was afraid and that was living in the scarcity mindset and had all these limiting beliefs. And that part of me really was obsessed with knowing how and when and how much money and 
on what timeline I'm going to get it and make it and all of these things. And that part of me needed to know all the answers before they even came in order for me to feel safe. And what I realized was the part of me that was so afraid of the unknown really just wanted to feel safe. All of my life I've wanted to feel safe and my obsession around knowing how much I'm going to make this specific time and from which income source was the way that I was creating safety within my life and making myself believe that I was safe if I calculated how much I was going to make on this day and from which income source. And really and truly obsessing over money like that actually creates, you're actually creating the energy of fear and scarcity. And it's crazy because we're convinced, or at least I was convinced that me do having that obsession and trying to micromanage and know the unknown was creating safety and was creating abundance almost for me was actually doing the opposite. And I found that out by doing parts work with, again, the part of me that was had had these beliefs around money and what it would do for me and how it would make me feel. And just realizing that the patterns that I was in was actually creating a lot of scarcity and with scarcity if you believe in the law of attraction then if you're in that energy you're only going to create more of that you know I think I mean I'm sure some of us probably believe like the broke mindset never really got you anywhere and that is not to say like oh just pretend that you're rich and you're going to be rich which we'll get into later but I think that just really getting coming becoming aware of the things that my inner child or that part of me believed about money and what it would give me were very, very skewed and not necessarily helpful. And I started to work through those beliefs and kind of deconstructing those and instead creating that safety for my inner child that it was longing to have outside of relying on money. And A lot of that was really just sitting with my inner child and creating a relationship with the part of me that was fearful and understanding what it needed in order to not be afraid. And this is really important when it comes to doing parts work with different parts within you is like you're creating a relationship with yourself, your inner parts. So my inner child it needed to feel safe. Okay, how can I create safety outside of just obsessing over how much money I'm going to get? Because really and truly, you just can't do that. Like, again, like I said, you're going to just create more scarcity and the lack of money if you're really being in that energy. But on the flip side, my inner child needs to feel safe some way. So what can that be? And a lot of that was reaffirming to my inner child as my adult self that Look at all of the, th- the things that are safe in your life. Look at all of your capabilities and being able to create abundance within your life. Looking at the things that I already have and that I already do and also just understanding how the universe works or how- my beliefs about the universe, that really helped my inner child see things for what it is now versus what it was living in, which was that lack mindset from childhood. And I did a lot of waking up in the morning and sitting with my inner child and writing out all of the beliefs that it carried and kind of countering them. Again, not dismissing my inner child for what it believed. That's really important that you don't do that and override your inner child and just tell it, okay, stop being afraid of the unknown. But really just being there with my inner child and just giving giving it those affirmations like the universe has you. It's always had you. Every time something hasn't worked out in your favor, technically, it has. And this is just a tip, I guess, for people who struggle with you know, that fear around abundance. It's like, look at your life now. Maybe it's not exactly where you want it to be, but for me personally, I had two jobs that was giving me enough money to pay for my rent. I had my health and my hands back that allowed me the ability to work. I had a TikTok platform where I was creating a lot of different content and streams of revenue, which 
later down the line would be able to give me income to be able to pay for things. It's just getting yourself outside of the current belief system and the thoughts that you that continue to run through you all of the time is going to be key. I did a lot of that. I woke up every single day and I the first thing I did in the morning was journal. I journaled my fears and I did a lot of mindset shifts about whatever I was obsessing about that day. And a lot of it was how much money am, am like, how am I going to make enough money to get a place that I want? And this took some time. And this is what happened when I started changing my beliefs. First, I got past the fear of even looking for a new place because I knew any place that I was going to be looking at, regardless if it was a condo or apartment building or anything, was going to be more money than I was already paying for my rent. So just getting past the fear of like, or just accepting the fact that I'm going to have to pay more money was one step. And what I did with for my inner child, because looking for a condo that was like $700 more than what I was paying was kind of a lot for me. So what I did was I looked for apartment buildings, which if anyone doesn't know the difference between a condo and apartment building, there's a lot of differences. Sometimes there's, they're kind of subtle, but um, in my personal experiences, usually the apartment building doesn't have a washer dryer in the apartment. Usually they're a lot older. The flooring usually is different. The area might be different in terms of where it's located. There's not actually that many differences, but you could you could definitely tell like in photos, like what's apartment building, what's not. Now, a lot of apartment buildings are upgraded now as well. But what I did was I started looking at apartment buildings because I knew that it'd be too much for the part of me that was afraid to start looking at really expensive places. But I want you to realize that that was still me looking for places out of fear because I was I was afraid that I wasn't going to be able to pay enough to get a condo that I really wanted. So I was kind of settling. But that was step one. I started looking at con um, sorry apartment buildings because I knew I was like, well, it's only going to be like a few hundred dollars more than what I'm paying now. So I could probably be able to do it. And also a side note, these apartment buildings, it didn't feel like it was something that I really was going to be excited about. But in my mind, I was telling myself, well, I just need to move. Like, I just need to get myself like closer to the city or somewhere in an area where I feel like I'm actually a part of life. And then it's not that bad. And again, I've lived in many places and not all of them have been very nice. So I know that I can make any place a home. And I was like, you know what? If I'm not meant to live in a beautiful, beautiful place yet, that's fine. But a part of me, of course, would want that nice, beautiful condo. So I started looking for apartment buildings, apartments, and I found a studio and it was not that upgraded. It wasn't the worst. It was actually in one of my cousin's apartment buildings. So I had already been there before and I knew it was in a nice area that was close enough to Toronto and I knew I would feel safe and all that kind of stuff. So I ended up applying for it. And this was in February because I had the income and it was easy for me to apply. Like I have good credit. I have references. I have all that kind of stuff. So I applied for it and I kind of knew that I probably would get it. And I got accepted for the application like the next day, but as I applied for it, one of my friends who lives in Ottawa, she is originally from where I was from and she was looking for a place to kind of part-time stay in, in Toronto. And I think I forgot to mention to you guys, I was always going to be looking for a place for myself. Like I don't have a roommate or anything like that. And she had told me like, I'm looking to move and I want to find just like a small either den or just a small bedroom to kind of rent out every other weekend or like twice a month, something like that. And we had also talked about moving together like like a year or two back as well. So it was pretty normal for us to be having this conversation. So anyway, she had told me that she was looking for a place and she was like, well, why don't we look for a condo? Like we both can afford it and that way we can get a nice place and I'm not even going to be around very much. So why don't we just do that? And 
a part of me was like, well, that works great for me. I'd be able to get a nicer place that I really loved and also be living with someone that I know. And also she wouldn't even be there that much. Even if she would, it wouldn't matter because she's actually somebody that I would enjoy living with. And a part of me was like, eh, I don't really know because I did still kind of want to live alone, but also if I was going to find a condo that I'd be paying the same amount of money for um, at this studio apartment, then I'm probably going to go with that. So I didn't know if I could completely trust that she was going to go through with it. A part of me was like, oh, what if this doesn't work out? And then I say, and I reject the offer that I got from the studio. And then I'm kind of back at square one because that studio was a good price. It was in a good area. And again, it wasn't something that I loved, but I knew that I would feel safe. Key word here, safe. I was going to feel safe in that, that place. So I was very hesitant to say no to the application. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to say no because it sounds like a better offer to look for a place with her. So I declined the application. And then we were like starting to look for places. And the next day that I declined the application, she texts me and she's like, OMG, girl, like, I am not saying that we're not going to move, but I just got this job opportunity in Ottawa and I'm going for an interview and it's something that I've really wanted for the longest time. I don't know if this is a sign. I totally still want to move with you and stuff, but I need to like uh, pursue this thing. And I was like, of course. Like, of course, like the moment I say no to this apartment, she's saying like, hey, girl, can't do it type thing. And again, mind you guys, the apartment that I had applied for was in my price range and the condo that I would be moving in with with her. Thankfully, we didn't like actually apply for anything at that point, but still it would be way too much money for me to live on my own. So I would have to go back to square one. And so as soon as I heard that, I was like, oh, my gosh, like this is not happening right now. But because I was working through these fears around abundance and not trying to not be in that state of fear of the unknown and not trusting the universe, when that happened, when she told me that, I was like, I sat back and I was like, you know what? I'm going to just trust what the universe is going to do right now. It's either going to align us to move together or... It was not meant to be for me to uh, take that apartment. But either way, I'm going to just move with the universe right now because the old me would have stressed out to the max. And I'm not going to lie, guys, that day for like an hour or two, I was stressing because I was like, oh my gosh, like now I don't have a place, like whatever. I was I was also kind of a little bit like angry because I was like, wow, like you just told me that you were going to move with me. Now you're not. But I was like, you know what? No, this is an opportunity for her. I am going to support her on her decision and I am going to trust that the universe has my back. And this is a hard thing to do, but you know what? It was a lot easier for me to trust the universe because I had already started working through my fears around abundance and I was working with my inner child and every day I was waking up and I was sitting with her and I was listening to her and I was, I was having this dialogue with her. So I want you to know just how important it is to be with your inner child when you're going through different stages within your life and you're trying to make different changes or, or belief switches or anything like that. So fast forward about a week when she told me this. I was kind of in limbo because at this point it was like February and I was, I decided that I was moving from uh, April 1st and I wanted to make sure that I got a place set up and with the market, the rental market, like literally places go in like three days that if they're on the market, they're literally going like three days. And because I didn't live in Toronto, I was kind of applying online everywhere. And I was also trying to figure out the area that I wanted to live in because I didn't want to live in a dusty, musty area of Toronto. Like not every place in Toronto or area in Toronto is like the nicest, right? So I was trying to get to know the city and where I wanted to live and the price ranges and everything like that. So I was doing a lot of research. And again, with this research, there was definitely times where fears came up and I found myself trying to settle like, okay, fine, I'll just look for another apartment that's cheaper or whatever. But nothing felt good to me. Every time that I looked for apartment buildings that were kind of like more in my price range, 
they were always in an area that I, I felt like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to feel safe around here. Or I don't know if I'm going to be happy around here. And I really, again, I had to really sit with the part of me that was coming up every time I was looking for places. And it came to a point where as the week or two went by, she was still waiting for her interviews and it kind of took way longer than we had thought. She figured that she would know she was going to get that job within like a week or two. And it kind of prolonged. So I kind of stepped into my power at this point and I was like, you know what? There is a reason why she came into my life at that point and told me that she wanted to move with me and then she wasn't able to. I am going to trust that the universe knows what it's doing and if I'm stepping in alignment with what I want, with what my higher self wants, which is inherently to move into a different space, then I need to go into this energy. So I started looking at places by myself and I started looking at condos, condos that I actually wanted to live in. And I realized that waiting for her to make that decision also was another form of me trying to stay safe because, again, I was holding on to that idea that I could live in a nicer place um, for around the same amount of money that I would be paying in a not so nice apartment building. Again, that was kind of a scarcity action. And so I realized that, you know what, if I'm going to do this, I'm just going to, I'm going to do this and see where, where the universe takes me. Clearly the universe did not want me to live in that apartment building. So, you know what, I'm just going to see how far I can push it basically. So I decided that I told her, I was like, you know what, I'm going to start looking on my own. I mean, if you end up not getting that job, then whatever, but I'm going to start looking on my own. And I started looking at condos. So I decided, I, I was just like, you know what, I'm going to have to pay like a, around like $700 more than I'm paying. And I don't know how I'm going to do it yet, but I'm going to do it. Like in my mind, I knew that because I had a second serving job that I would be able to make enough money. It might be tight, but also I wasn't attaching myself to to numbers or where I was going to get this income or anything like that. I left a lot of room for the unknown and I knew I needed to do that because if I didn't do that, I would create more scarcity within myself. I would create more lack of abundance. So I knew that to be the truth of the universe. So I was like, you know what? No. So I went on Facebook and I found a real estate agent and I started getting listings from him and at this point I I settled on living a little bit outside of the downtown core like I had said to you guys like I have a car also and like I don't want to be stuck in traffic all the time there's already enough traffic everywhere else in the freaking around the city so I was like I'll find an area where it's good enough for me to drive to my serving job and my other job if I needed to. Again, I wasn't necessarily tied down on staying at these jobs, but I was like, I want to at least be able to have access to drive and not like drive an hour away. And so I got these listings to apartment buildings and sorry, not apartment buildings, condos, condo buildings. And I found one, it was like, $200 more than I'm paying now and it was a little bit deeper into the city core but I was like you know what I it seemed really cute and nice and like cozy and so I told the real estate agent like yeah let me look at it on the weekend this is like on a Monday that this happened so I was like I don't have much time during the week but let me look on the weekend and he was like yeah for sure we'll look but just letting you know like most likely it might be taken by then because the prices just kept going up and up. Like the, the prices just keep going up in Toronto right now. It's insane. Like everything is like 2000 plus, like you're not getting anything like less than that, especially with parking. And so I was like, fine, whatever. I'll look at that place. And then he sent me more listings and there was this one condo building where it had like three or four units in it and they were brand new. And they were so nice. Two of the units in this condo were $200 less than the one that I was about to go look at on the weekend. And these were like brand new and they looked way nicer. And so I was like, um, let me look at these ones because like the, the price is better and the location was better. It was better for me. So he was like, yeah, like, let's do it. Like, can you come tomorrow or on the weekend? And I was like, oh, let me go on the weekend. And he's like, okay, but again, like some of them are going to be gone. And I was like, you know what? I have time tomorrow. Let's go tomorrow. And we come to the condo building and he was going to show me like three units. 
And the one unit that I saw on the listing, the photos, I was like, oh, this is like amazing. Like, I love this unit. And then there's two other ones. One looked identical, but it was on a lower floor. And then the other one was a little bit different layout. But again, they were all beautiful condo um, condo units. And so when we get there, a side note, my real estate agent was so cute. I was like, oh my gosh, he's giving my type. Too bad he has, I'm pretty sure he has a wife. But anyways, that was just like a side note. I was like, oh my gosh, this is meant to be. <laughs> And anyway, so we we get to the condo and it's like brand new. I was like, oh my gosh, love this. I don't know if you've ever gone to look at apartments or condos, condo units. The real estate agents have to go to the concierge and like get the lockbox for the keys so that way they can go up and show their clients the apartments. I'm going to use apartment and condo interchangeably now because I'm clearly getting them mixed up, but you guys know the difference. And he went to the concierge and he got the three keys and the apartment number, I'm going to just call it apartment number 10. It's not number 10, but I'm just going to say number 10. Number 10 was the unit that I really loved and I wanted on the photo but then I knew like there was two other ones that he was going to give me or show me and so when he got to the concierge he got the three keys and he's like I don't want to mix them up so I'm going to give you unit number 10 as soon as he put that key in my hand I was like and he did not know that that was the one that I really wanted like he just knew he was showing me three units and he's like I'm going to give you the key to unit 10 as soon as he put that key in my hand I was like it's mine Like this place is mine. Like the fact that he gave me this one to hold instead of the other two, I already knew that was a sign right there. And he put it in my hand. I was like, this is, this unit is mine. So we go up, we look at the other unit first, or sorry, we, we looked at unit 10 first. I got in here and I was like, oh my gosh, it's freaking amazing. I stepped out. The view was so beautiful. Like I just stood there and I just looked out the view and I was like, oh my gosh, like this is this is the vibe like this is giving everything and of course all like the appliance is just beautiful and I've lived in a, um, another condo that kind of resembled this unit 10 before but it didn't have the view and it was in the location that was like so outside of the city so it wasn't the it wasn't my best choice but I just was like oh my gosh I love this and then we looked at a unit that looked the exact same as unit 10 but it was lower but it just didn't hit the same because it wasn't as high and the view wasn't as nice. And then I looked at another one and the unit, again, it was nice, but it was the layout was like whatever. And so I just knew I was like unit 10, like this key, like he gave it to me, like this is mine. And so I at this point was a little bit, I was kind of being delusional because now I ha- again, I, ha- I had the corporate job and then a part time. So technically on paper, like I still was making enough and I have great credit and references and all that but I was kind of still in my head was like I don't even know if I'm going to be able to get this place like there's definitely people who are applying that have a lot more and and any anyone who doesn't know like when you're applying to condos and stuff a lot of places want you to be making like three times more than the price of the condo uh, for the rent and so I was kind of like I don't even know at, at this point I, I had worked through so many of my fears and then and, and when he gave me that key I was like this feels so right that this is mine. Like, I don't, I don't care. So we applied and I was like, okay, let's do it. Like, I want this, like, let's do it. The next day, I believe a girl from my work had called me and she was like, yeah, some girl from this condo, she is calling as a reference, but I couldn't get uh, our owner to talk to her. I don't know like what it's about. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is the girl calling for reference. And so I got my manager to call her back like right away. And he has my back. Like he is so great. And so whatever he did, he worked his magic and told her like, yo, she got a good job. Like she's making money, like whatever the case is, da, 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 da. And the next day I got the call and your girl was approved and she got the condo and I just knew as soon as I like again when the key got into my hand I knew it was mine and then when I got that call about the girl uh, like from work being like hey somebody called and they're trying to get a reference da, 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 I was like yo this is this is it mind you this is all before March so this is a month before I was even moving which worked out so beautifully because I had the whole month of March to figure out my life and to get everything in order for me to move and all that stuff and now the story does not end here girlies because once I got this apartment, I was like, 
oh my gosh, amazing, like great, I will be able to figure it out, like I'm making money um, on social media and like I have two jobs, like everything is good, whatever, but this is where I want to just stop and tell you the importance of going in the direction of what feels good to you and I'm not saying be delusional and just trust the universe and just go for an apartment you can't afford, things like that, but This all started with the feeling of knowing that I needed to move and get myself out somewhere that I currently was living at. And by doing that, pushed me to get this condo. And with getting this condo, it made me realize what I need to do in a financial situation in terms of being able to like to pay my bills and things like that. Because of course, like once I got this condo, like it, it wasn't that a bunch of fears came up because really I had been working through these fears, but I realized like, okay, you know what? I'm going to step into this place of being smart with my money, making the most money that I've ever made and going into more of alignment of what I came here to do on earth. And with that, I came to the realization that, you know what, what I'm doing right now, trying to make it work with the corporate job and then also working as a bartender and server, like this is not serving me anymore because there's a huge part of my day that I would like to dedicate to podcasts, to TikTok, to YouTube and all that kind of stuff. Like this is my job. And doing that, I realized like I'm not going to be able to do three jobs. So I'm going to need to be smart with my money and figure it out. And this led me to decide that I needed to leave my corporate job because for one, my corporate job was not paying me enough because if it were, I wouldn't need to be a freaking bartender or server. So with that, and also another thing, it's not even just the money, guys. It was the realization that what I was doing with my corporate, and I wasn't technically corporate, like I I worked in corporate, but I was a health and wellness consultant for a corporate like tech company. And but I realized like this is not necessarily aligning with what I want to do. I want to pursue so many different types of things outside of just fitness and health. That's just only a part of what I do. And again, I wasn't making enough money and it was taking a lot of my hours up and we had been working from home for like two years. So it was working with my schedule, working from home and then being able to just drive right to the restaurant to be able to work. But they were also talking about how they wanted to reopen, which meant I would have to go back into the office and work either six to two or 12 to eight. And anyone who knows, like if you work at a restaurant, like you usually are working nights or even during the day, either way, those shifts weren't going to work and give me the ability to work at a restaurant the way that I needed to and also do my social media. And so I came to the realization, you know, I was like, you know what, I've been trusting and I've been working through these fears I need to leave this stable job. And of course, like there's obviously fears that come with leaving your stable job that gives you benefits and that's stable. But at the end of the day, I was like, who am I kidding though? I'm not making enough money. I am wasting my time and my energy focusing on things that I'm not necessarily in love with or so passionate about. And I know that I don't want to grow with this company. It was a great company, but I knew I wanted to do something completely different. So what am I doing wasting my time? And I had a lot of conversations with people in my life, which is, I think is really important for you to have when it comes to making decisions. And if you feel very afraid of making any decision in your life, like have these conversations with other people. And I, I had these conversations with my managers and my friends and, and my team, even on, even at my corporate job, I was like, I don't like, I just can't do this anymore, you know? And I decided like, you know what? I need to leave. I'm going to, I'll work um, at my restaurant my and do bartending because I make bank there and it's so easy and I love the people that I work with and I will work on my social media and I will continue to do what I want to do that is in alignment with my highest self and I know that that is what I need to do because look at what happened in my life with this move when I just decided in January that I knew that I needed to get out of my comfort zone and I needed to move and guess what guys The day that I put in my resignation, that same morning, like literally right when I sent that email, like 30 minutes later, TikTok reached out to me and I got on a call with them and their whole team and they wanted to hire me to do 
a creative consulting job to bring a, one of these big brands onto TikTok. I'm not going to say the brand because I, I mean, I didn't sign an NDA or anything like that. So I'm pretty sure like I could say it, but I just won't for now. But they wanted to have different creators like come on a consultation to bring brands or a specific brand onto TikTok. Anyways, they wanted me to be a part of it. And let's just say the payment in which they were going to pay me were five figures. And not only was it amazing, like five figures, amazing, but the day of the actual call that I was going to be helping them with and talking to this big brand with them was March 17th and throwback to when I was talking about that astrology appointment like consultation thing that I had with that lady she had told me March 17th to 19th something good is going to happen around that area in your life and I thought when she told me that and like after I decided like I was going to be like moving I thought that maybe I needed to move in that area but realistically no I ended up doing something insane that I never thought that I would even be able to have an opportunity to do and on top of that, like so much abundance came my way just from that. So just just take that in for a moment. And like I am still taking it in now, releasing and working through your fears around abundance and money and the unknown in general in your life. What ends up happening is you completely shift your energy. And this is so subtle that you can just not even be aware of it until something like this comes into your life and you're like, holy crap, you know? And so I find that a lot of people who struggle with manifesting and they're trying, you know, to bring money into their lives, or they're trying to bring opportunities and stuff like that. Like they need, they need the proof, right? We all like, we want to see it happening and we want to know it's coming. But I think the best thing that you can do is of course you're working through your fears and just releasing your need to know how you're going to make money or where it's going to come from or how much money you're going to make and when. In doing that, you create an energy of flow, of least resistance, of love and abundance. And when you do that, you become a point of attraction for more of that energy. And that is what happened to me. So I want to really touch on one thing that I think was huge for me and I had talked about it a lot in January and February is when I was going through working through my fears, I actually created a journal prompt guide all around the abundance mindset. And this is not a journal prompt guide for you to just like, oh, like, oh, just write down all the things you want to manifest and write it down every day and like you're going to get it. No, like, Again, I'm very much so root cause, very much so healing the inner child. And I created a journal prompt guide that are journal prompts that I had used in the process that I used in order to work through fears within myself. And I created that for you guys as well. And I've sold a lot of them already and people have told me that they really enjoyed it. So if you want that, it's $10 and it's um, if you go to my link in my bio on my Instagram or my TikTok, like you will find it if you just scroll down. I think that's just a great tool that you can use if you are interested in kind of understanding some of the the prompts or the things that I was writing out within myself. I also created like a parts work example of potentially some of the the fears and thoughts that your inner child could be holding around money just so that you can kind of see an example I, I put that in the guide as well because I think that's really important but I just think that I really back that journal prompt guide because I think it's so important like as you guys can hear and see like to work through the part of you that really has these fears around what it means to feel safe and to have abundance in your life and really what happens when you release the fears. Like, guys, like, this happened out of literally nowhere. Like, I didn't even try. I didn't reach out to TikTok. I didn't even try and bring five figures into my life and or any of this this kind of stuff. And of course, this five figures can help me in so many different ways, right? Like the five figures for me, it's actually not going to go towards my... I mean, technically, I guess it can go to my rent. It doesn't really matter how you put it. Um, I'm going to just put it towards like school loans and stuff, but it doesn't really matter. Like it's either way, that's 
so much more money that came into my life without me even trying. I feel like a lot of us, when we want to make more money, like we, again, we focus and we obsess on how much money we're going to make and we calculate and we wonder why and we obsess and you don't need to. There are so, there's so much money out there that is for you if you release the fear and the blocks around it. We get in our own ways so much when it comes to money and it's crazy. And honestly, this is just the beginning of my journey when it comes to the abundance mindset and creating more abundance and money and manifestation. And this is even in the realm of love and all this kind of stuff. So Again, this is really just like my first story that I'm telling you guys that I have just created within such a short time in my life right now. And I am going to be doing a lot more of this mindset work, a lot more talking about this, a lot more sharing stories and things that I have been doing in my life. So that way you guys can also do the same I want you guys to not to live the same life or have the exact same thoughts as me, but I know you guys, I'm sure, struggle with, you know, creating the life that you're trying to create and I'm here for you and I'm on this journey with you and I want to share that. And so if any of my tips that have helped me can help you, that is what I am here to do and show you and share with you. So I just think... If you guys are interested, of course, get that journal prompt guide. I think it can help you. It's it's a digital prompt guide. You can also print it out if you want and do it on your own. But yeah, guys, I just think that this is just a story and hopefully an inspiration for any of you who are really wanting and longing to create the life that you've always wanted to create and to step into your highest self. But a lot of the reason why we don't is because we have a lot of fears and I think it's so important that you you not only work through these fears, but you sit with the part of you that is having these fears and you understand it and you're there for yourself. Like This is what self-love is all about and what I preach and what I talk about on TikTok as well. And the more that you have these little things in your life that go the way that you used to tell yourself that I couldn't like for me getting the condo or making five figures randomly this only helps you step more into more abundance and more belief in the universe that the universe really does have so many potentials for you but you are the one that that are get that's getting in your own way and yeah so I think that's it for today's story I mean there's so much more that I could go dive into but I think I got what I needed to get into today again like I said I will absolutely be showing you guys the condo tour I just want to get a few more things again for this apartment and of course I'm going back on YouTube now that I've moved and New episodes of the podcast will be coming out every Thursday now. And of course, follow me on TikTok and Instagram, all of that stuff. Everything is the glow up secrets. And yeah, I love you guys. I am so happy to be back on the podcast. I know it was only a week, but it feels like freaking a month since I've been recording. And yeah, I will see you guys. I will talk to you guys in the next one. I love you. Bye.